Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode three of Bases and Ball. Uh, how are we doing today, Josh? Feeling all right, feeling all right. Um, depending on how last night went, you know, if it went bad, then uh, I would be yeah. a lot worse. But I'm feeling, I'm feeling good about the recent uh, Sox series. And, uh, yeah, how are you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling okay. Today definitely could have been a very interesting vibe coming into the podcast if uh, yeah. we yeah. had lost last night, um, especially with the way that ninth inning started to go last night. Tenth, tenth, tenth. You're right. Um, yeah. Uh, appreciate taking time out of their day um, to listen so far. Um, think we're slowly getting into a groove with this, and every episode will slowly uh, get better as we go. So, let us know what you think. Let us know what we could improve on, and. Uh, I think we'll get started on a little ball action. Um, kind of broke right before we click record, or I guess like an hour or two ago. Yeah, um, two hours ago. <clears throat> Kevin Durant has requested a trade from the Brooklyn <clears throat> Nets, um, and his preferred destinations are Phoenix and Miami. Um, Miami that Miami team would be – who would Miami have to give up for that? Um, I would have to think it would probably be guard based. So yeah. like a, a Duncan, Kyle Lowry, a uh, few other things, picks, stuff like that. Now, I did not um, read more into the story to see if there were other teams that he listed besides those two. Those two were the two ones I saw. Yeah, this says among the two teams. So I don't know if he gave them a list with more teams, and those are just the ones that we um, came out because they're obviously favored. Um, things saying that he, DeAndre and Chris Paul and uh, Devin Booker would be Incredible, but um, DeAndre Ayton is not coming back to the Phoenix Suns. I was gonna say, I heard that like the um, Suns do not have like confidence in in uh, no Aiton that at all. and DeAndre Ayton. I think is kind of um, checked out on Monty Williams, and I think that's who Phoenix uses their coach. So I think it's just kind of like a weird situation that they have fell into. Um, so. I don't know, um, because, I mean, that then puts KD in a aged Chris Paul. I don't know. That's It's weird. Um, I was talking about this a little with Josh before we hopped on the uh, episode, and uh, Kevin Durant has four years left in his contract with Brooklyn. Um they could very easily sit him down. Obviously, it would get weird if they did this, um, but they could very easily sit him down and be like, do you want to sit for four years? Because we got you. We got you under contract that you signed for four years. So <clears throat> I think that'll be really interesting to see how that all plays out and what Kyrie's reaction reaction will be. Because um, Kyrie just signed. like Yeah. But Kyrie opted in. He had no choice. Oh, that's right. That's right. He opted in. It was yeah. Or take. I can't believe he like even said he was going to do this. He had no leverage over Brooklyn. <laughs> and then he's like, "Yeah, I'll take a thirty million dollar pay cut and take a six million dollar bet minimum to go play for the Los Angeles Lakers that didn't make the play in last year." <laughs> um, oh. and it's it was just a weird. Um, series of moves to then opt in and like it, no one's going to take a $30 million loss. No. So that's kind of what it's going to break down to with the Kevin Durant thing, I think. If Brooklyn wants to get difficult and say we're not trading you, 
I don't think Kevin's just going to sit and keep taking that constant pay loss uh, like we saw with Ben Simmons this last season um, because that's how these contracts work. If you don't pay or if you don't play, they don't pay. So um, I'd be very interested to see how all that plays out before um, before the start of the next season. I mean, it's only been six years since KD announced he was going to Golden State on July 4th. Um, I remember <sighs> All too vividly. Um, I think I was fishing when the news broke. Um, huh, okay. Yeah, we were about to leave town for like a week or something. I think oh, I wow. was getting one last fishing like trip in in the morning. And I took my phone out my back pocket and I just saw the little ESPN thing. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's not real. I was like, nah. Um, yeah. So <laughs> it'll be interesting. Um, another thing on the ball topic, uh, more Celtics focused. Um, I feel like a lot of people have been, first off, the Celtics were two games away from the, the whole winning, winning the whole damn thing. Um, of people that were very quick to be like we need this on our team and we need to change this and we need to ship Jalen out for KD and we need a real point guard and it's just like yo like I understand a loss in the finals is the top level of emotional you can feel Um, you could argue literally only going to game 7 would have made it more uh, emotional mm-hmm. Um Take a deep breath. Take a step back. Realize how close we just got. And the team we ran into was the team with the most experience that's not LeBron James. Period. Mm -hmm. When you have no finals experience on your team, not a damn person on our team had ever set foot on that floor playing. Um. Like, we're going to be all right coming this season with a few minor adjustments without needing to go get a Brad Beal or a KD or even a DeJounte Murray, even though that would have been nice. That would have been a nice pickup. Yeah, me and my uh, coworker were talking about DeJounte Murray, and uh, I saw a mock trade that the that was for the Celtics, and I showed him. And then literally later that day, he was uh, dealt to the Hawks. So. <clears throat> yeah, and the Hawks got a uh... – deal for him honestly they did um weird to see where the spurs have gone in the last few years um but yeah i like back to the celtics point um marcus showed us beautiful beautiful flashes all season of how he could be our point guard moving forward he showed us several flashes also where Things didn't go as smoothly for him. Um, but he was asked to do something this year that he's never been asked to do before in his career. Um, after having two, if not three, point guards that he thought was going to do said role that they then asked him to do this year. So I think we're going to be all right long term with Marcus as our point guard. With the Jays as our stars, I don't think we need to go in the star hunt. I no, trust Brad. Not. I trust Ime. Brad made the right moves at the deadline in getting Derek White and Daniel Tice. I don't think Daniel Tice is long-term for the Celtics, so I think he'll make adjustments and pick up the right pieces again. Um I think that's where Brad excels um, and Ime excels in the coaching aspect of them. Um, but I think Brad has a really good eye for seeing players' potential and seeing where they can go in a certain system. So I'm really excited for where this next season is going to take us as a team. Um, looking for a good start, I think that would really be super important to the Celtics' uh 
having a really solid year altogether, like similar to Phoenix's start this year, where it was just like out the gate, everyone thought they were <clears> going to be that team. Yeah. Um, just because I think we deserve one of those starts, and I think it'll happen one of these years. And be cool to see uh, us get all the love we very much deserve. Yes. Uh, I guess we can hop over to the bases side of things. Um, Red Sox finally lost the series again. Which it feels like for the first time in forever. I mean, they've just been winning series left and right. So That's the first time we've lost a series since Baltimore, correct? Yeah. Uh, yeah, series We we tied with Cincy. Yep. That's it, right? We won every other series, yeah. Yep. One series loss in June. Yeah. Oh, Came wow. at the end. Oh, oh wow. That's crazy. Um, um, I mean, yeah, we were, what, one blown save away from winning the uh, winning the series. But, hey, that's been the well, story of the Red Sox this year. Blown yeah, saves. Uh, I was going to say, how many uh, do we think we're up to at this point? Too many. Do you want to uh, start a little bit on the baseball side of things? Uh, yeah, so what? Game one of the series, we had a Connor Seabold start, new rookie that got called up for that game, obviously because of uh, – well, no, never mind. Well, because uh, Willock and Ovaldi are both on the IL. <clears throat> uh, both of them actually threw bullpens. Um, what day was it? That they threw bullpens Tuesday. They threw both threw yes, all bullpens on Tuesday. Was, yes. Wow. Um. Yeah. So those two are uh, getting ever so closer to uh, coming back. Um, game one. I think all Red Sox fans have to admit it. Kevin Gosman owns us. I mean, he's proved it twice this year. He's just completely shut us down. Shut he down our definitely offense. owns Connor Siebold. I can, you was, could say was, he owns the whole Red Sox lineup, I'd say. Yeah, but it's, you know. I mean, it was it was one star. It was one game they faced each I'm not, other. Yeah, but I'm just saying in terms of the Sox thinking they were going to have great potential in said game. Yeah. You are throwing Connor Siebold against Kevin Gosman. Yeah. A lot of your people. Expe- your expectations are low for that game, but. I mean, yes. Um, just found this out with a little bit of research thought I'd throw it in while we were talking about the blown saves uh the Rays and the Blue Jays have at least the same if not more blown saves than the Red Sox are you serious wow the Rays lead the league wow the Rays have 17 blown saves wow the Braves have 15 the Angels have 15, and the Red Sox and the Blue Jays are tied for 14. Wow. Um, so, <laughs> and the Orioles are at the bottom. Uh, baseball's weird. Yeah. That's baseball, Susan. Um, so, going back to a little bit of game one, you know, I mean, when uh, Seabold was all done, he had a uh, – Seven Ks, nine hits, and seven earned. Give up three tanks. Um, and then uh, the bullpen came in. Bullpen did good that game. They only gave up one hit. Uh, Hansel somehow did not give up a run that game. Don't know how. He just didn't. Um, Doogie had a good game. A couple hits. Vasquez had a couple game, two hits. Vasquez continued to uh, impress everybody. Um, you got anything else for, uh, game one? Besides Rafi loves hitting doubles to stay in shape. Um, Uh, us being one for seven for runners in scoring position. (laughs) Um, that's, that's really been the story for the Red Sox this year. I feel like honestly, um, and it's going to show in game one and two losses um, was the left on base. And I mean, what did we touch in the last episode on? We had 30 people left on base in a baseball game. Like that's not a real Correct. number. Yeah. Real number. Um, yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's too much. 
Like, those are one of the games that you see in the scoreboard where you're like, oh, damn, this team scored 15 runs today, but we didn't, so it was weird. But, yeah, I feel like the main story has been a blown save or we have second and third, first and second, no outs, and, like, I blink and we have two outs and one dude on base. And it's like, Uh what the fuck just happened? Like, yeah, I think – did it happen in game one or two where Christian Vasquez was caught 18 feet off the bat? Uh, I'm not sure. I think it was Christian Arroyo liner to second base. Oh, yeah. That was um, – I want to say that was game – what's that? I want to say that was game two. Game two? Yeah. But, I mean, the second baseman literally – or tossed it to get Christian Vasquez out with a floater. Yeah, it was game two. But I mean, I was gonna it's say, a yeah, I heard drive, that one. Or, so yeah, it, it kind it kind of freezes you. So I mean, I don't blame him really, but like, you so that gonna... off the bag. Yeah, one yeah. out on a line drive. Like again, yeah. they do threw a flow. I I was listening to that game, so I didn't get to see it with my own eyeballs until I watched it back. The second baseman threw a floater to the shortstop to get Vasquez out. Yeah. In in the air, like Steph Curry does with the basketball. <laughs> the dude just put his glove up and he was like, oh, yeah, I got all fucking day to catch this baseball. <laughs> like this dude, this dude's 20 feet off the bag. Dude was halfway to third base. Now, again, yeah. that ball gets through Christian Vasquez. Is fucking hauling, but the ball's got to get through for you to do that. Um, but yeah, uh, first game was kind of a punt. I'm not really um, tripping all that. Um, the, the game two loss was way more painful, and I got way more to say about that one. Yeah. Uh, game two. You know, Waka um, had a bit of a shaky start, I guess you could say. Um, Real shaky. It was very, very unlucky. Yeah, I was going to say, kind of got some shit umping there at the end. It was very unlucky in the first inning. I forget who it was, but it should have been strike three. It was in the zone, but... Oh, it was um, a low pitch to Kirk, I believe. And the runner was going. It was a 3-2 count, and uh, Vasquez uh, was getting ready to throw the guy out. And um, the ump didn't call it because Vasquez couldn't frame it because he was just getting ready. and He was getting ready to throw it down the second. And the ump called the ball, and then <clears throat> that forced uh, two more runs to score after that. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, want to pull up the umpire scorecard from that night. So if you want to uh, carry it while I try and find that. Yeah. Um, you know, Rob has continued. He just – he's been so big for us this year, especially this month. He's been huge. <clears throat> he had a huge uh, game time two-run home run there. Um, uh, I mean <clears> – <throat> You got Rob doing that, and then Vasquez the next inning, I believe. Uh, yeah, Vasquez comes up. Clutch, uh, dude's been so clutch. Comes up, uh, RBI single. <clears throat> and then, of course, what does the bullpen do in the ninth? It blows it. I mean, and it was just the most predictable blown save I think I've ever witnessed. It, like – after those two, after Danish got the allowed those two men on, and I saw Hansel warming up. I mean, I don't understand just... Chorus thinking. I don't understand Chorus thinking and like why Hansel got up and got ready. I mean, we got other guys in there. <clears throat> I, I, I mean, there was just so many, so many fingers to point blame at in that. Um, it was really hard to see Hansel come out 
because, yeah, I play Ponzo in Danish, for, uh, but, like, any one of our relievers that wasn't John Schreiber there, which we had already used, um, absolutely, I think, does the same exact thing. Um, yeah. So, like, <laughs> we want Matt Barnes out there? No. <laughs> We want Sawamora out there. No. Also, also, hold up. Where has Austin Davis been? I feel like that dude hasn't Austin pitched in Davis a minute. Out there. I don't want Austin Davis out there. I don't like no person named not named Tanner Houck or Garrett Whitlock would I trust in that situation. And like the Tanner shit sucks. We haven't even talked about it. The Tanner shit sucked, and damn, did it suck in that middle game. Also, dude's birthday happened to just be an hour after that loss occurred. Um, yeah. Shit-ass timing. Trash timing. Um, like, you have who you have, and you travel with who you travel with. You knew you weren't going to have them, so it's it didn't make much sense to me for all the Boston media to beat down on him as hard as they did. Um, Cause like he, you played a whole baseball game the night before without him. You knew it. I don't know. It's, it's a weird situation. I think um, I do think Alex Cora wouldn't have said that whole little ordeal about, I don't think we'll run into this issue in September. Um, if he wasn't confident about something changing, what that yeah. means, I have no <laughs> idea. That could mean that they're going to start shopping Duran and how can, I don't think they shop Chris Sale because I think that's, uh, God, no, they're, they're not going to shop Sale. That's no. Alex Cora is salivating at the mouth every time he talks about him. <laughs> um, but you know, I don't know if that means they're shopping for a legit closer or if just they a maybe bullpen piece. see, honestly, this just kind of clicked for me. Maybe they're seeing another Hauk Whitlock reversal back. Um, maybe if Hauk, possible. definitely if Hauk's a starter. I don't think it's as big of an issue because then you can bring up a Connor Siebel or a Josh Winkowski or a Cutter Crawford or fucking rotate them for all I care. Um, when Nate comes back and Chris Sale comes back and like, you know, that way, or you think you'll sign a legit closer or something like that prehand, or you think the rules in Toronto will change prior to September. I doubt, I don't think the rules will change. Neither do I, but you really don't. The fact that the MLB kind of rolled over. And it's like, yeah, it's cool if you do that. And that was just kind of what it was. Like, okay. I wonder, I wonder if that will change for September. You know? Yeah. You know, who knows? Because if one MLB can't love if they're going to lose a player that would do well for ratings, i.e. a Chris Sale, to a three-game series in Toronto because of a rule like that. And like yeah. I said, Chris Sale is like – Props to Chris Sale for his stance on it. I I don't agree with him. Um, But the fact that he, out of all athletes, I think has handled his asking of if he is vaccinated the best, just saying, no, I'm not getting it. That's it. Just being like, that's all we're going to talk about. It's kind of the best you can do. It's just like, I made my choice. Here it is. Yeah. Versus I'm still doing the research or I'm chatting with my family about the pros and cons. And it's like, yo, like, it's your decision to make. Just tell us. You don't got to yeah. tell us why. I don't give a shit. Don't Chris care. Hill's just being, he's just being real. It's your life. It's your choice. Um, just tell me what the choice is and don't try and. Uh, but the thing with Tanner is that at the beginning of the season, he was like, yeah, I want to like contribute to this team i want to do everything i can do to help this team win but i mean that's in my power i don't know so it's like he's like yeah i want to do everything that's not going to the doctor and 
whatever. Um, again, I don't want to, like, he got way too much shit from Boston media for it. He probably got shit from his teammates for it. Yeah. Uh, like, like I'm, I'm not going to give Tanner Houck any shit. Um, dude's been there he, for he us knows, a lot this knows. year. He knows. And we really could have used him. We really could have used him. That's all I'm going to oh, say. Oh, yeah. Um. Sucks that this is going to be the first series we don't give MVP out for. I know it's only episode three, but I do enjoy giving out awards. Yeah. Um, we got to think of a, a real title for that. Yeah. I feel like we can have it sponsored by Duncan or something, because I'm always drinking coffee. Okay, okay, okay. The Duncan Donuts... I don't know. Um, Do you want to chat about game three? Uh, I'm still trying to think if I got anything else I got to say about the game two BS. It was just trying to throw Danish for two was tough. Um, I mean, I don't especially understand with why who, who you well, you had to the Schreiber thing. I get you need to keep yeah. him. You can't you can't manage him like it's the fucking like, like it's September playoffs. Yeah. Um. But sending Danish out there for another two and like we weren't ever really winning in that game, so we kind of needed all the outs we could get. So the Schreiber outs were incredibly important. And I believe it was the same part of the order Danish failed to get through in the ninth that Schreiber got through in the seventh. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so like kind of hurts a little more. Um, and I mean, even asking Matt Strom to go a little extra last night, obviously we'll touch on that, but that you kind of saw that almost unravel in front of your face too. Oh my God. Um, yeah. So, again, I I think moves will be made. I think that's a big thing to look out for. I think Haim is definitely going to try and chop some pieces around. And, uh, I mean, Jaron Duran's an incredible player, but I think he also just made his stock look really good. Oh, yeah. Um, And I think if a National League team – is interested in a player like that, they're not even going to really worry about the whole uh, Toronto scenario because that's like yeah. a one-off if they make it to the World Series type scenario. Yeah. Um, not that Toronto's not capable of that. Um, but I don't think a National League team would hold as high of a stock as a AL East team would in that um, being he, something. Yeah, he would definitely you, have well, just a little bit more value for an NL team. Just even outside the AL East with how much we see that baseball team a year. Yeah. Um, now I know starting next year, you're going to see teams a lot more. So that changes a bit, but it's well, a That's lot only for one more, series. Yeah, I was going to say it's a lot of a hit to your franchise to lose someone for three games of a year versus lose him for three to four series for a year. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I again, I don't think anything will really develop in terms of them getting vaccinated. I don't think that was what uh, Alex Cora's statement was meant to say. Um, I don't think him and Tanner had just gotten off the phone call and Tanner was like, that sucked. You know what? Go do it. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But I'll be curious to see what he did mean by that because I don't think Alex Okora is a dude that just blows smoke up your ass to blow smoke up your ass. Um, He says things with, with emphasis. Um, yeah, that was Hansel's fifth blown save of the season. Yeah, he got to He got to uh, go. Yeah, yeah, he got to go. Um, another thing we didn't even touch up on was uh, 
Story had a solo blast in uh, game two. I mean, he did. Yeah, it, it was. I was gonna say, was it to right? Did I see one one thirteen off the bat? I think it was like a seventeen degree launch angle, so it got it. It got out of there in a hurry. Did he go oppo? No, uh, no, left field. Left field. Left field wall. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Um. Happy to see him slowly start to find his swing. Um. I think for him, it's a lot of confidence. Um, yeah. Whenever he sees something go out or go a little extra distance, um, obviously being outside of course, um, I'm sure that's a really good feeling every time you see one. Like Nolan has no issues with that at all. Oh, um, no. I mean, we saw it firsthand at Fenway. Absolutely. He had a couple. He had a couple bombs. Yeah. I mean, he he definitely needs to level out in terms of his um, swing and how he sees the ball. But Alex Cora has said whether we won by five runs, lost by five runs, he's always trying. To he was better. he's he's in the cages. So I'm not going to fault Trevor Story for anything. I think he's constantly putting in the work to improve himself and he holds himself to a pretty high standard. Um, I mean, we're going to talk about this a lot. Trevor story is a very streaky player and he showed that with his little outburst of home runs that he had at the end of May and the, uh, and that Mariner series and the White Sox series, you know? Yeah. Very but streaky. I mean, people give, course players a lot of crap for the elevation and how a ball carries but I feel like the way the ball comes to the plate isn't spoken about enough um, when like obviously it all comes into effect um, but that's a pretty wild difference to go from Colorado to Boston where you're at sea level pretty mm-hmm. much like think how close Seaport is to Boston yeah or to, to Fenway um so it's just – I think it's going to take a little time, but he'll figure it all out and be a little less streaky than we saw him be in that first month. Um, yeah. Or else the Red Sox wouldn't have given him that um, nice little bag. Yeah. Uh, we we touched on him a little, so I'll just throw this out there before we hop on to last yesterday's game. Uh, Chris Sale is making a start in Portland tonight. He is indeed. So uh, that's something to look out for. Let's hope that goes well. Uh, I feel like it will. Me too. I feel like it will for the guy because, you know, he's he's a pretty good baseball player. <laughs> and uh, I think he has a lot less holding him back than he had last year. Yeah. Would be sick if he threw a no hitter. Are you talking like tonight or like? Yep, yep. He's Just not. Bam. He's only. He's. A, I think what he's scheduled to go. Who cares? Three or five tonight. Let him go five hitless. Okay. All strikeouts. <laughs> Just fans all these eighteen year olds. <laughs> all right, on to uh, game three. Um, I mean, there's one standout player in this game. Um, obviously, Alex Verdugo. Uh, dude was just. Yeah. What? A... Who else? Who else was more important than Verdugo? Ranji had four hits, so I'd prefer you put some respect on his name. Okay, that's very true. I did forget about Franchi. Shout Franchi, out Franchi Cordero. Franchi went four for five last night, so. Shout out Franchi. Um, he had that bunt single, his first at bat, ripped a double. Yeah, I did forget about Franchi. That's my bad. And then got two more singles. Did he get caught stealing? Yes, but we're not going to talk about that. But hey, I mean, Alex Verdugo, easily the standout player. He gave us four RBIs. He had that big uh, two run home run, which I don't know if you caught it, but he was uh, staring down the Blue Jays dugout as he was. He did uh, because. Was... Oh. Oh my God, Nick Pavetta. Pavetta. Okay, 
Pavetta God. did not intentionally hit Kirk. Like, so, Vladdy, please just... I was going to say, Vladdy blew to his Vladdy, take know, a seat. Take I know seat. you're listening, Vladdy. Um, <laughs> I think Nick Pavetta tried to hit your catcher in a one-run baseball game when we had lost the last two. <laughs> what are you doing? Sit down. And Nick hey, Pavetta was completely justified Pavetta... to say what he said to him. Nobody's talking Pavetta... to you. Shut the F up. Pavetta's a psychopath, so I wouldn't want to mess with him. He said, nobody... I love Pavetta. He said, Vladdy, nobody's talking to you. Sit down. <laughs> like, literally. Uh, what, what are you doing? Yeah. Vladdy went over yeah. five last night. So... Ooh. And it... in the last, in his last at-bat, he sh- he struck out on three four pitches. Strikes out. On, on four three strikes, strikeouts. four strikeouts. He did, because I even when checking the umpire scorecard, saw that that ball was called uh, for that was Check. Yeah, and then he checked his swing, and he's like, "Oh no, I didn't go, but no, didn't you go. went, buddy. You went. You buddy. went. Oh, you went, bud." <laughs> but yeah, last night super, super stressful. Um, stressful. But... Really good outing for Smooches again. Yeah. Um, he just really continues to have his stuff. The three walks were kind of a little out of character for him. Um. Or at least as of late, I feel like the season started with a little control issues, and then he really dialed. Yeah, in. that was the, that was the thing with Waka. Um, and I'm pretty sure he had more walks than he normally has. Than he yeah, normally, but like, Waka had. also got that really unlucky. You know, the Red Sox caught a few really unlucky uh, strike threes that were called ball fours. Yeah, um, or weren't called a strike at all, and it's like. Like, Vladdy struck out on four, he just said. Yeah, four strikes, yeah. Four strikes. Um, so, that, it was it was really nice to see us get the win last night, especially with those little tensions boiling up. Uh, oh, yeah, that was definitely nice to see. I mean, with a win last night, they would have had a better record than us. So very true, very true. It was super important. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, if we were gonna give an MVP out, I think it would definitely be pretty easy case to make a good case for Alex Verdugo again. Yeah. Um just because of the month he has continued to have. Um he is just tearing through pitchers at this point. When he said he was back in Cleveland, he was not joking. Um, Dude, oh my god. That one year in Cleveland was uh, definitely a moon bomb. That it was. I very much like seeing Alex Verdugo be happy and hit baseballs pretty hard. And I mean, if you think about it, he almost had an even better series if that dude didn't make that crazy catch on him the other night. I forget if that was game one or game two. Where uh, I forget who it was in center for them, or maybe it was their right fielder. Gurriel. It was Gurriel. It was Gurriel in left field. I think ran down a crazy catch on Alex. Uh, their center fielder Tapia had a really nice play. I think it was him. Maybe that's who it like, was. Yeah, yeah, it was Tapia. He, uh, yeah, he uh, made like a diving catch on Verdugo. He's been very unlucky this year with those. Um, just a quick note, going back to Nick Pavetta. His last 10 starts, 1.94 ERA. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I have this note written down at the bottom, so I kind of missed it there. Uh, <laughs> whenever they ran the four outfielders shift on Rafi, um, that was hysterical. <laughs> like it pissed me off obviously because you're cheating um, but four outfielders stand out there for Rafi it's just like damn this dude hits the ball and the fact that you know even if they gave him the sign to bunt down the third be like yeah you can F off 
<laughs> Rabbit's like, taking a hack on a ball that's like six inches outside the zone. <laughs> like a, a a good bunt down the third base line by him, he gets to second base because there's no yeah. one to get to that baseball. Yeah, exactly. no one can get to that baseball. They got they got dude out in right center. <laughs> oh. One more thing I want to touch on. Jackie Bradley got to get a hit here soon. So, got to get a hit. I mean, here soon. yeah. If if he keeps going how he's going, then uh, we might have to uh, get rid of him. Also. This happened last night, and we got the win, so I'm not really tripping about it too heavy. But when Christian Vasquez got on base and they pinch ran with Trevor Story, so confusing. And then so had Bobby confusing. bat. Like, Bobby isn't slow. Bobby Bobby's, could have ran and Bobby's Trevor Story could have batted. Exactly. I mean, I get – they're both probably going to strike out. I get it. But, like – But who do you like your on our team last year? Bobby or Story? His missiles, so I'm going to go Trevor Story. The uh, guy was, with 50-plus RBIs or yeah. Bob? <laughs> it was a weird little uh, thing there that I was like, hmm. Yeah, definitely strange. Okay. <laughs> I personally wouldn't have done that, but <laughs> I'm not Alex Cora, so um, another interesting note. Well, not interesting. Another note: Schreiber continues to be dominant. Dude's ERA is down to, to be him. Dude, down, dude's ERA is down to point seven now. Sure, this is unbelievable. You love to see it. Um, That's crazy, and he's a triple A pitcher. <laughs> he he started triple in triple A this year. That is crazy. He's doing what Garrett Whitlock did for us last year. He's the Garrett Whitlock of last year. Um, <sighs> I think a lot of uh, people could agree that the Red Sox were very unlucky this series. Lots of lineouts, um, lots of hard hit balls that just couldn't find gaps every ball was hit to someone the Blue Jays had a lot of hits that like were kind of just like little dribblers through holes but I mean hey you get those every once in a while I feel like all the Blue Jays did this series was hit bloopers on us Yeah, like find the gaps all they did was find the gaps on us and I think it's their stadium that plays to that really well um, and obviously them playing 81 games there a season, they're going to get really used to where to hit the baseball. Yeah. Um, but I, like, every time I looked at the screen, I was like, yo, these dudes just keep hitting singles. or getting a double through like, the just gap. Ground, ground just, like, just ground balls. Yeah, it was just, they grinded through a lot of runs on us, I felt like. And I was just like, damn, like, these dudes just chill out for five Yeah. Yeah, um, it didn't help at all that the Sox could not hit in, with runners in scoring position. I think we ended up with like ended up like three for twenty five or four for twenty five or something like that. Something like oh, terrible, that's horrible. But as the month comes to an end, let's say the Sox are pretty good this month. Yeah, especially after the start they had. I wish I could say it, but I'm not gonna. No. Um, Sox were 20 and 6 in June. That's Only the fifth time this century getting 20 wins in the calendar month. That is insane. Wow. Yeah. Watch out for the Sox. Um, yeah, I mean, guess we can put a wrap to that series. Didn't go how we uh, wanted it to go, but hey, we're lucky that we walked out with one. Very much, and honestly, I don't feel all that. Uh, I don't feel all that shaky about it. It definitely showed me that we need to uh, get ready for what's to come. Yeah. Uh, you know, if people thought 
um, we were going to cruise through this next month like we had. It's it's not going to be all sunshine. And I, I certainly didn't think we would cruise through this next month. I didn't think so either, but I think a lot of people were like, yeah, we're, we're, you know what? And, uh, you know, like we got back and we got Whitlock come back and sail. And it's like, I think a lot of people were like really ready. So I'm, I'm kind of okay with the Blue Jays series kind of being a really nice wake up call to be like, Hey, this next month is really serious. Let's got to get our crap together. Yep. Let's lock even in. Though, even though we've been hot, we still have to lock in. Because mm-hmm. this is in a very important stretch. Mm-hmm. And I think it was important. a I think it was a good site to time to to be like, Hey, we played really good baseball this last month, but we could really use a little bit more. We could really use that extra bit of help, yes. A solid bullpen. We're up there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean us that stat you sent me with us and the Yankees having a seven fifty win percentage over a month. Insane. Like I I saw that and I like went back to doing what I was doing. Ninety seconds or so went by and I was like, Holy it crap. settled in, yeah, that's that's crazy. Like, yeah. Like that's insane. I was like, that's a crazy pace. Yeah. And, like, 2018 gets talked about all the time because the Red Sox went on a crazy tear. What, we won 108 that year? 108, yeah. 108. And I think the Yankees won 101 or 100. Yankees won 100. So, like, there isn't a better division in baseball. Um, no, AL East is, like, the Orioles aren't, aren't terrible this year. Yeah, the Orioles are like only a couple games under five hundred, maybe not a couple, but the Orioles are not bad. Like the NL West will come because it's all the California teams, um, yeah. but the fact that you can have a hundred plus wins and not be locked away to take the division is crazy. Now the Yankees the are AL- probably going to take the division this year. Yeah. They, they, the, the AL East could have four playoff teams. Just really could. Let that settle in. Four out of the five teams in the AL East could make the playoffs. That is – that's nuts. That's absurd. Yeah. Quite crazy. Yeah. Do we want to do a uh, series look ahead? Yeah, let's go. I mean, the the pitchers that the have, uh, have said that they're gonna start. Whoo! I'm I'm shaking. Who we got? Do you have a list? Because they haven't announced. Oh, I got. Yet, I got officially. It. Who we got? Who we got? I got Rich Hill versus TBD on Friday. Oh, got a yeah. nice little. Oh yeah, I got three TBDs. If you're wondering. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was wondering because yeah. I'm looking at it too. Yeah. Yeah. Three TBDs. Game is at two twenty tomorrow, Chicago. Just in case you didn't know. You guys play about two twenty twice. We play Friday and I mean Sunday. Obviously, is early. Sunday game, makes but... sense. Yeah. Two twenty afternoon baseball action on Friday. Yeah. So yeah, I guess I mean we got Rich Hill going afternoon, and we got Josh Winkowski going Saturday evening. But besides that, that's kind of all we know. Uh, Sunday is to be determined for the Sox, so I don't know if that means something. Who knows? Uh. Be cool if that means Nate is possibly going to slide back in there. They have another bigger plan. Um, yeah, who knows? 
I mean, I remember last year when Alex Cora was just sitting there in the press conference and people were freaking out. We were going through a rough stretch and he was like, oh, yeah, Chris Sale's back Saturday or something like that. And everyone was just like, oh, cool. (laughs) You're just all right. Sick. You're just going to drop that? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I think Alex Cora, because he was a player and wasn't a household name as a player, he knows – how to feed into the media, how to get those, like, you're just going to tell us that like that? Like, you're not going to build up any hype around it? You're just going to, oh, yeah, by the way, Chris Sale's back this week. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, don't give a F about people that want to buy tickets to go to those games. <laughs> just like, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, like, Saturday night, he's just going to be, oh, yeah, by the way, Nate of all, starting tomorrow. Chris Sale, tomorrow night. Yep. Wild if Saturday night they're like, we know Chris Sale just made his rehab on Thursday in Portland, but he's back. He's back, baby. F the Woo Sox. Oh my god. <laughs> um, do we want to do some uh series predictions? Yeah, I mean the Cubs freaking stink right now. I mean, I only got one answer for this. I mean, sock sweet baby. Be... Yeah, yep. Sock sweet. Um, I do just want to remind the classroom that Josh predicted Connor Seabolt was going to go six shutty. Hey, um, hey, you predicted Waka eight shutty. So... <laughs> uh, I was going to say that if you let me get to it right after. I, was I just had it. to throw. I just had to. And I predicted Walk was going to go eight shutty. So we were obviously both so right. Um, <laughs> we also couldn't both be, had. be further from right. Both had the Sox going two for three in the series. So we we're both incorrect about that one. So I guess I still am 1 0 up on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to brag or anything. Um, but yeah, I think the Sox are going to be able to pull away with a sweep. Um, I think they're going to have some fun being at Wrigley. I was going to um, say, I'm, I'm hoping for a fun offensive series. Yeah, it should be a fun little one. Uh, outfielders get to play with the Ivy and all that. And uh, it's the first time Sox have played at Wrigley since like 2012, I believe. So, yeah, um, sweet. going to be sweet. It's going to be literally every single person's first time there. Right, <laughs> Xander uh, was on the team in 2013, but was he in 2012 and traveled with them? Probably not. Yeah, uh, um, Vasquez was on 2013, but I mean, I don't know if he was there the year before. You know, so it's going to be a lot of their first time going to Wrigley. I mean, obviously, like oh, yeah. Verdugo's played there before, and Kike's played there before. But I was gonna, where, where is Kike Ben? I feel like I have not heard anything about Kike. Um, let me see if I can find something on that. Real I know quick. that his uh, his start us with a extended. Give us a bold prediction for the series while I try and figure out some Kike. Huh, let me think. Okay. Bold prediction. Let's see. Give um, me a light bold and a dark bold. Okay. Okay. Um. Let's go with Duran has a three hit game in the in one one of these days. Um I'm gonna go with a Duran three hit game and uh I'm just gonna go with one Xander bomb. That's what I'll go with. Which one is which? Bogey's the light and Durant's the dark. I feel like Bogey hasn't hit a home run in eight years. He's due. I feel like dude has not hit a home run since we went to that Angels game, even though I know he has hit He's due. Several cents. He's due. Um for a light bold prediction, I am going to say that Alex Verdugo continues his hot streak and has two three-hit games. Wow. Okay. 
For my dark bold, I'm gonna say. Wait, Verdugo two hit two three yeah. games. Is that was light? That was light. Wow. Well, whoa, whoa, wow. wait. <laughs> I'll tell you what my what my dark bold is. Oh God, my dark bold is that Nate starts Sunday. Okay, I like that. I like that. Okay. With the TBD there, Nate starts Sunday. Uh, I don't know about that one. Better than Whitlock. <laughs> Did we touch up on uh, that Whitlock is uh, listed as coming back as a reliever? I, I believe we did mention that he threw a bullpen the other day and that it went well. I don't believe we mentioned the fact that he was listed as a reliever. Um, don't know if that's just because that's just he's coming that's just back. To, uh, but keep, uh, keep our eyes on. I feel like the Red Sox had to look at those numbers and be like, wow, he's way better as a reliever. Yeah. They'd be stupid if they didn't. And then they look at their paper and they're like, what do we need? Reliever? Okay. <laughs> like, it's not that. Um, it's not rocket science. Um, yeah. No. Looking like Kike is going to begin a short rehab assignment in the upcoming days. Okay. Um, and could rejoin the team by the end of the week. Okay. So we'll see. Um, that looks like what Cora said. It's just going to be a wait and see um, type scenario. All right. So we'll see. Uh, yeah, sock sweep. Absolutely. No yeah. doubt in my mind. Um, bounce over to the MLB a little bit and then we'll get on out of here. <clears throat> I mean, there's only one guy to talk to right off the bat about MLB. Uh, I'm guessing you want to. Uh... Yeah, so, so I'm gonna let you. Uh, it's pretty crazy it. that Aaron Judge almost has 30 home runs, <laughs> um, and that he probably won't win MVP this year, um, which is wild. 29 before July. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to pull up his. I mean. <clears throat> Dude's definitely gonna have the best year of his career this year. Yeah, it sucks that uh, he won't uh, he won't be in uh, New York next year. Dude has ten. <laughs> That's nuts. Dude has ten less home runs than he had last year right now. Yeah. Um, weird. Uh, the uh, okay. Yankees are so, traveling to Houston for for a one game series. It's got to be makeup, right? Yeah. But I just found that funny. Very interesting, especially on a random Thursday. Uh, <laughs> but the reason Aaron Judge isn't going to win MVP is because Shohei Otani is a literal robot on that baseball field. He's not human. It's ridiculous the things that man continues yeah. to do. Um, I mean, I will say he did get yanked the other night, right? In like six... Five and two-thirds, I think. Yeah, I think he hurt his back or something happened with his back. So I want to look into that real quick. No, um, I, th- I thought he was at like 100 pitches. That too. Um, I don't know. I just saw, I saw a pitch he threw the other night that I was like, oh, God, dude. Like, is that what your back looks like at the end of every single pitch? Because like, if it does, that shit got to hurt. He does the bats, but. Um, but yeah, I know he was high up in pitches, um, and it's just, it, it's really unfortunate that he's, <laughs> I, I don't even want to say it's that he's on the angels because we saw the potential they had earlier in the year. Um, it just sucks that like we were joking about before we hopped on here him and Trout do all these incredible things. It feels like on a nightly basis. Um, it's like, I know Trout just went through a little bit of a uh, cold stretch recently and Otani started the year not all that hot. But it does feel very consistent that you see them both have an incredible night and the Angels still lose by five, six, seven runs. And it's like, yeah. what are we? what are we doing here? What is your goal uh, as a baseball team? 
Yeah, after uh, Trout went on that, like, biggest uh, hitless streak of his career, he, like, he lit a fire under himself, and he just started, like, going crazy. I mean, absolutely. But, like, I don't get how the Angels front office knows they have the two generational players, and they're just like, yeah, here we are, about to scrape – Barely scrape missing the playoffs again. I mean, they they added a couple bullpen p- or pitching pieces which they needed, but those bullpen p- or those pitching pieces have not done what. Well, the one addition they did add, Noah Syndergaard, he didn't he hasn't thrown a pitch in like the last couple of years. That was a that was very bold of them to go after him. Um, I think he has a little, just under a sub four ERA. I mean, I don't think that's what they were looking for in him. Maybe it was, who knows? But I mean, their the bullpen piece they picked up was that uh, it didn't do much for him, obviously. Yeah. So, I mean, that huge losing streak they went on didn't help them at all. Um, obviously, that really tanked them out of it. Um. But it just feels like they should be able to get so much further than they continue to get. Um, but it's got to be frustrating for Shohei and Trout. Um, I know Trout signed that contract, um, and he was very okay with it. So I feel a little less bad for him. Um, I don't think that is Shohei's baseball team long term because they. I don't think they get over the hump before he becomes a free agent. Um, and I think that is something that he very much prioritizes. Um, it'd be a real shame to not see Shohei Otani in a World Series someday. And the same goes for Mike Trout, absolutely. Um, Mike Trout's played, what, four career playoff games? I mean, it might not even be that much. I don't know. Three? I know he got to an ALDS, but I think they got I, swept. They got swept, so he's played in three? Yeah. Um. Which is just like that's that's a waste of a player. It feels like, you know, I. Oh, that's not good. Oh yikes! What? What we got? I stopped used Mike Trout's career postseason stats. I mean, the only impressive thing is that the one hit is a home run. He's one for 12. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. Three three walks. Uh, I'm just curious, what year was it, though? 2014. Yeah, there you go. But still, like, dude hasn't been to the playoffs in eight years. Yeah. It just feels like a big waste. Like, imagine LeBron never made the playoffs. <laughs> or made it one time, played in one series. Yeah. And shot 10%. Which is, uh... It hurts. It hurts my brain to look at that. Yeah. <sighs> um, that's all I Shohei, got for the league, though. That shit I hurts. mean, Shohei has so gone, like, I think his last, like, what, 18 innings, maybe? He's gone, uh, he's gone, uh, he's uh, pitched, like, 18 innings without giving up a run. Um, I think he's hitting, like, over, like, 350 in that stretch. Or since like June 9th. Uh, yeah, he's just such a generational talent. Such Insane. a big generational talent. Insane. It, it just doesn't, <laughs> doesn't make sense to me how he continues to do the things he does. Um, and how the Angels don't prioritize just like how do we not all sit down in the room Mike Trout, Otani, Otani's translators, Angel's front office and be like what do you guys think you need 
Like you guys are literally one A, one B right now. What do you guys yeah. need? Mike Trout's an incredible baseball player. Shohei Otani, incredible baseball player, but they both also have really good baseball IQs. The fact that Mike Trout, the fact that Mike Trout was able to tell his dugout the other night that his starting his pitcher was tipping pitches was wild. Wild. <laughs> From the outfield. He's trying to give his dugout signs uh... that like, yo about this right now don't care like that's not a lot of players do those mid-game adjustments no um that was a big like out of lebron's playbook i'm gonna move this move that change that don't care who sees me on the opposing team telling my team to do this because i know it's gonna help us (laughs) overall but also sucks that the dude from left field has to go yo you're tipping pitches bro like, clean it up. Yeah. I, like, I'm not even facing you, and I can tell. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's all I got for the league, honestly. Yeah. All-Star game's coming up. It is, it is. We will uh, probably talk about that a little more on the next episode because it'll be about a week out then. Yeah, I think. Uh, when are we planning on uh, recording? I figure we could plan for Sunday night again just to Sunday stay night. on the uh... – After the uh, Cub series? Yeah, just to stay on theme about the end of the series and keep a solid flow going. Let's hope we will be uh... – Be in a good mood. Uh, giving out a, a series MVP. I think we will. I think we will. Me too. Me too. Because the Cubs have not been good. But guess what? You get to see them play in the Field of Dreams this year. <laughs> and know who they're facing? They're facing the, the Reds. The team, the team that's right on Durham. <laughs> the Red Hot Reds. <laughs> the Red Hot Reds. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I think that's all I got for today for the most part. I would say I... go Sox, but they don't play today. So, uh, yeah, still say it. Go Sox. Appreciate everyone for listening so far. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, um, having a lot of fun doing this. Um, excited to see where it goes. Um, yeah. Both podcasts are available on. Apple and Spotify. Um, share with your friends if you like. Go Sox. And you got anything else for us? Go Sox. All right. Hope everyone has a great one. Adios. Deuces.